Hello, amazing people, and welcome to my show, Life Gone Real. I'm your host, Rana Deanne. This show is about real-life situations. We'll chat about relationships, marriages, family, kids. We'll have love stories, heroic stories. I'm hoping you'll be inspired and encouraged when life has gone real for you. And just know you're not alone in this crazy world and life. We're all going through something. I'm going to be very open and honest on this show. I'm so excited you're here joining me on this journey of life gone real. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Life Gone Real. I'm really excited to have a very special guest on my show. She's a woman who's got great energy Mm -hmm. and very knowledgeable in several topics. One of those is, ta-da, marriage. (laughs) She's an amazing life coach today, and she's encouraged over 500 women for for the last 20 years, which is the reason why I'm so thankful she's on the show today because of my journey and what I've been going through and what I've been thinking about and processing through all these months. So I'm happy to introduce you all to Lauren Rush. Yeah, we have an audience. (laughs) Yay, our COVID audience. (laughs) It's our COVID audience, yes, yes. So welcome. I'm so excited you're here. Happy to be here. This really is excited. Yeah, this is good. And she's um, she's amazing. She's really blessed me as well in my life, ladies, and women out or, and men out there. Um, but there, this topic I want to talk about because I've been thinking about it through all these months, and everybody knows um, if you watched my last two episodes, you know like what happened um, the earlier part of this year for me and. The big topic and the big question is, can marriages really last in today's time Mm -hmm. and in today's really, I mean, world? Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's, it's a lot, you know, it's, it's really, it's sad. It's sad. I find some of it sad, but then it's like everybody, I don't know. There's just so many marriages that just don't work out. And even with me, it's like, well... I don't know. Our marriage is supposed to last forever. I think that's the goal when we're up there at the altar. <laughs> for better, for worse, exactly. for making this vow and this commitment. But I think it takes two. Yes. Right? It, it does. It does take two. And I think, yes, because everyone's like, you know, when they when they want to get married, they're like, I'm only going to do it once. Right. That was my plan. Yeah, once. And it's, I'm going to find the perfect person and it's going to be my soulmate and it's going to last forever. That was, that was the hope. That's everyone's hope and dream or else we wouldn't get to the altar. In fact, a lot of people aren't getting to the altar any longer. Like marriage has lost, I think a lot of its value in our culture. Wow. Yes. Especially now, especially probably, um, yeah, the 20 year olds, 30, I mean, they're waiting later to get married. Um, and I think now too, Everybody is very focused, though, on, well, one, hold up, it's more expensive, I feel like, now to probably, to live, so everybody's very career-driven, driven, right. orient, you know, and, yeah, they're kind of focusing on them mm-hmm. um, and just getting married later. Yeah, I remember back in the day, in order to get some honey, you had to have a, you know, a wedding ring, you had to have your wife, and now 
Oh, it's it's free game. Like date, yeah, one one two or three, you're done. Like the the women are giving it out like a gumball machine. You know, it's like, honey, keep your milk. Yeah, that doesn't. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't think. Yeah, women. It is. I don't know. It's like women want to be loved right. and valued so much mm-hmm. that I think maybe yes, the women are just giving it out because they're just desperate. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. wanting so much of that love. Um, but then, oh, well, this is one thing too. Um, well, can marriages, because there's also so many, there's, there's a lot of affairs, right? There's a lot of, you know, all the guys cheat. So, well, you say all the guys cheat, but women cheat too. Right. <clears throat> and now that's them. escalated right. though for on more of, um, the women, Mm-hmm. women are cheating more these days compared to the men. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I've had, I had this thought. I was like, I wonder if women are like, okay, well the guys are doing it. Well then forget this, forget mm-hmm. my loyalty. I'm just going to go out and do my thing too. Right. Right. So then you're starting to lose respect of the man mm-hmm. because that hurts, you know, mm-hmm. when they're cheating. Right. And then, um, and then you don't trust them. And then there's like less, I don't know, like respect. respect. Right. And then you're also not valuing yourself mm-hmm. if you're just going to go out and just like whatever. It's like, it's very kind of complicated. Yeah. I think one thing, what do you think? I think one thing you said is that women want to be loved and cherished so yes. badly. So I think we, you know, get excited about the first date or hoping that this is the one. And we kind of put that, you know, mask on this guy saying, okay, that, that could be my husband. And I want yeah. to be loved so bad. Maybe I'll just try so hard and, or, or maybe, you know, pretend that like even sex or that intimacy is going to kind of seal the deal or, yeah. and really love and sex these days are very different and many times not comp- like not connected at the same time. Right. Right. I have a roommate who says, Lauren, I, I don't want to disappoint, but these girls are coming at me. He's 32. Okay. And he's like, the girls are the ones that are pursuing okay. that instead of getting to know him and, and getting to know the man and the man getting to know the woman. So they see like, are we a fit? Because it isn't just about your body chemistry. Right. Right. That intensity is going to last. You know, you've got that dopamine high when you first fall in love, you know, that butterfly feeling and you're like, Whoa. yeah, well, that's going to last two years. And then it kind of settles into this, um, this oxytocin chemical, which is more the cuddle hormone, oh, right? And okay. so for many men, and perhaps like you're saying women too, it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm not feeling it like I was before. So right. it must be over or I'm, I'm not into it, right? It's right. a very conditional relationship yeah. versus I'm going to try to get to know this person. Do we have the same values? Do we have the same goals in life? Right. And could this be a best friend as well as my, you know, right. lover? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I think you're right. I think this gen, I think, well, not just this generation, but today's time, I think everybody is very, it is all, it is a lot about sex. There's so much sexuality out there, you know, becoming, you know, becoming more of your own sexuality and what do you like? And, and, and which is fine. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, in an actual marriage or relationship, just like you said, I mean, that sexual chemistry can last anywhere between two to, and I even read somewhere like two to five years. And then it kind of starts like, meh, yeah. 
kind of, you know, dying mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. So then it, that's where it takes right. work and a decision really. Right. So there's <laughs> the choice, right? It's a choice to, to hang in and to, you know, kind of get to know this new person that you're married to, that you're no longer under the drug, <laughs> but you actually see him for who he is and vice versa. It's like, how right. do I make this relationship you know, move forward in a healthy way. And that takes work. But right. I think some people just don't want to put in the work. They don't want to look it's at themselves. Hard. It's like, okay, you know what? It's not working for me. So I'm going to yeah. go ahead and they're like, I've changed. Yeah. You've changed. I'm just not changed. feeling not. it anymore. Right. Which we all change. Right. I mean, yeah. I read a quote, I read something. Um, it was in a book and I think it was your, one of your books mm-hmm. that you had given me was like the wife had said, it was funny. She was like, I have been married to five different men. <laughs> Because they change. And it was her, you know, it was only her husband. But I was like, wow. But it's the same thing even as us women, you know, like mm-hmm. we go through chapters and seasons right. in our life and we all change. Right. So it's like, I think that is probably what's hard is making that decision of like, okay, this is how you are now. How do you love, how do you right. just stay with that part? Cause this is what they're, I don't, you know, it's right. that it is hard right? because that might not fit you at that time. Right. So how long do you stay in? Because then they may change again, again, it's inevitable. <laughs> like, you know, like that's what's changing. Crazy. If they're not changing, they're not growing. Exactly. You know? And so, which we, I'm a big thing of that. I'm like, if you're growing, you're dying, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. And, and I'm a, I'm a big person of like, I like growth, but yeah, like that is hard. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they're kind of hell bent on just this hedonistic culture of, I'm just going to do whatever I need to do to get my needs met. And again, like you said, it's the men and the women versus I have a commitment to this person. I have a commitment to this family and I want to do what I can to make this work. Right. Right. And so what, what are things that, um, I can do to maybe improve myself to, you know, I think you, you, we were talking earlier about how it's not about having a man to come and fulfill you. Exactly. Right. It's about being healthy as an individual. And then you said coming together as as a team. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. And in our, um, when we were in our therapy sessions, one, one thing I remember she, she literally like drew on a board, two circles, Mm -hmm. two individual circles, excuse me, side by side. And each circle was us. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you've got to complete that circle, which one circle is me, one circle is Tim. Mm-hmm. Fill that up. Fill that circle up. And then in the middle was a small circle. And obviously you water that. You come together right. and water that. I know how I, how I was raised was you complete me. Mm-hmm. Find your husband and then it's find your soulmate and that's going to complete me. Find right. your person. Definitely I was beat over the head. The one, the one, the one. You got to marry the one, the one, the one. Right. The one. Yeah. And now it's like, I loved, well, I don't believe in there's the one. Right. I'm not sure I do either anymore. It's like, no, what are there's you? not the one. And now I do believe, I do believe, maybe it's just because my love of love. I do believe in soulmates though, <laughs> mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. there is that soul connection, but then... I don't know. And then we had talked about it and I loved in your notes, people say, well, I married the wrong one. And this goes back of like, we all married the wrong one. Right. Like we didn't marry the right person. Because no one's going to be perfect. It's almost like we want someone to meet all of our needs and we don't want to change in any way. 
right? It's like, I need this person that's going to love and adore me and cherish me. I think that's what women want, right? Right. I do. Absolutely. And then you got to be careful because if you've got the love (laughs) bomber, he's probably got big issues, you know, narcissism included because like they come on strong and you're like, oh my gosh, never felt this way before. Right. So we want to be cherished, but are we cherishing ourselves before we just get, you know, silly and giddy over love with, with, we think someone's going to complete us. Right. And it really comes back of like, you've got to complete yourself. Yes. You have to fulfill you. You are the only one that can make yourself happy. Right. And to have a Really? Yeah, I totally agree. You're the only one. Right. That's it. And I think people look for that partner to make them happy. Yeah. And I think that's really dangerous because I think it's really important to have a healthy marriage. You have to have two healthy people. Yeah. And these days... Seen so much insanity. Like, what's going on? Right. You know, it's like there's two. Um. Yeah. It's like every every. You know, you're hurting. There's two individuals. If there's two individuals that are hurting and haven't dealt with a bunch of stuff, then you come together. Well, it's just going to be crazy. Right. I heard one time that marriage is the second attempt to get your childhood right. So people kind of go back to those childhood patterns and try to fix that relationship that was broken in their childhood. So sometimes we might marry someone, we might be drawn to someone that reminds us of of our childhood or that we think we can fix. And And you don't realize it. mm -mm. You don't realize that that's what you're marrying. It's like a subconscious, like, wow. And you're not fixing anybody. The only one you can change is yourself. And that's the other thing too. Like, well, he's got this and this and this and these other things that he doesn't have. I think I can change. Right? Mm-hmm. How many times do women think, you know, I think I can change this guy and he'd just, just be perfect. Right, which you can't. Don't change. Yes. Yeah. I, I, uh, Dr. Gottman, who is a renowned marriage um, psych, psychologist in our nation, I think he's up in Seattle. It's called the Gottman Institute. And he has amazing information on okay. marriage. He studied, oh, it was like, 30,000 couples over 40 years. And what he found is that the couples typically have the same fight over and over and over again in their marriage. Really? It's the same thing that started from the beginning. Oh. So it's like, how do we, how do we be transformed and get healthier to get over that hump? Like what can we let go of and what can we not? Obviously infidelity or right. a partner that is just signed out and says, yeah. I'm not going to be faithful. I'm not going to be there. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, what, what can, what can you do? Yeah, right? you can. It takes two. And then obviously there's, um, we're talking about just, uh, you know, uh, well, people who are married with no, uh, fit, you know, violence. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, yeah. that, that abuse is, is different too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, get out. Like, and some women, oh my gosh, because they don't, they've been beaten down. They don't have the strength to stand up for themselves. And that's where I think we need our women tribe. I love what you're doing with life gone real and bringing women together in support to encourage them and empower them Yeah, because they need to be encouraged so they can take a step out in, in freedom for their own safety and the safety of their children. And it's not always physical. Sometimes the damage emotionally is mental. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of mental abuse, which is where exactly Mm -hmm. it's all bad. I mean, it's all bad. I know it's all bad. Um, there was um, one thing that you and I had talked about was back in the day in the marriages in the 50s and 60s, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, my my mother's, that we'll see, yeah, my mom, so it would be my grandparents. Mm-hmm. But 
it's like, wow, everybody stayed, everybody did stay married mm-hmm. in the fifties. And I read an article, uh, yes, yesterday about like fifties was like all about, it was kind of like marriages. Family was really, really big. Mm-hmm. The sixties divorce rate started kind of creeping up because mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. started getting back into the work. It was a whole mm-hmm. workplace. And so divorces, um, seventies divorce rates. Cause it was all about free love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, eighties and nineties, it kind of tapered off and now it is kind of somewhat tapering off only because they're not getting married right. as soon mm-hmm. or at all or at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like marriage has lost that the value and, and right in many ways. Yeah. I remember we were talking about the fifties and how the women were conditioned. Oh yes. <laughs> Ladies, we're going to just bring this here. Well, you said, I go ahead. We've come a long way. You said ladies, we really, we really have come a long ways. <laughs> Honestly, let's just, obviously there's, there's things that can change, but really from the fifties, this is an article in, um, what was it? Housekeeping, um, in May of 1955, <laughs> This is an article. I'm crazy. And it's called The Good Wife's Guide. So I'm just going to read you. I don't know. You can pick one too. One was crazy of like, when he comes home, when your man comes home, listen to him. You may have dozen important things to tell him, but the moment of his arrival is not the time. Let him talk first. Remember his topic of conversation are more important than yours. Yeah. yeah and I'm like. Such inequity. What? Right. Right. And make sure you doll yourself up and make have sure the you kids doll- quiet and out yes. of, and out of the way. It says in here, kids are quiet. Everything, the house needs to be quiet. Everything needs to be relaxed and calm. And the dinner um, needs to be on the table. One thing that hello was this one. Okay. Don't complain if he's late home for dinner or even if he stays out all night. Okay. Here we are. We're talking madmen, aren't count, we? Madmen. Count this as minor compared to what he might have gone through that day. Very, and I think women had a response to this, didn't they? Like they have just gone. You know. I was looking. I was reading this article, going, "What?" Yeah. So, women, we have definitely, and we've come a long ways yeah. um, compared to um, women in the nineteen, yeah, 50s. in nineteen fifty-five. You don't ask questions. Mm-hmm. You don't, and it's just like wow. So that really explains it because I said. They stayed married in 1950 because nobody talked about it, but everybody went and had affairs. Mm -hmm. So you just Mm -hmm. go live your own life. You know, the man took care of the wife. That was his big thing. But then he'd have like several mistresses or girlfriends, whatever, Mm -hmm. secretaries, Right. You know, like all that. Yes, Mad Men. Yes, Mad Men. I loved that show. I loved Mad Men too. I loved Mad Men. Mad Men, you should come back. Oh, yeah. That was such a good show. I love that. I love that era. Like, I love those times and stuff. But really, so everybody didn't talk about it. So in the 50s and 60s, nobody talked about them being unhappy. Mm -hmm. Nobody talked about it. You just don't talk. Really, you don't talk about anything, Mm -hmm. which I think is terrible. Right. So in some ways, now... We talk about it. Mm-hmm. We talk about that we're not happy. So that's good. So in a way, it's good. Mm-hmm. But we've also become an I, 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 I. Right. That's what I was thinking. Everything is all about me, me, me. Well, I don't feel good in this. I don't feel good in this relationship. So we're just done. I'm really unhappy. And I'm just like, everything's reverted to I, I, mm-hmm. which we need to take care of ourselves. But I almost feel like we've become extremely in some ways, very selfish, right, right. so selfish. 
Yeah, it used to be that marriage was this permanent contract designed for mutual love and procreation, sense of duty, and finding meaning in your social roles. Mm. It's a public institution for the common good. Like when you have a solid foundation, the family is really the building block of a solid foundation, a solid right. community. Yes. And so the focus was on others. How do we meet others' needs? And now I think what you're saying is so true. It's more of the me and the I generation, the iPhone, the I me, you know, all that. Exactly. Wow, I didn't think about that. And, yep. And it's like this temporary sexual contract that's mm-hmm. designed for my personal gratification. And when I'm not satisfied anymore, I'm going to go, or, I'm I, done. Yeah, I'm done. So it's, it's almost like I need to do whatever it is that's going to satisfy and fulfill me. And if that means I have to break my commitments, then so be it. Wow. It's a completely different focus now. Finding emotional sexual fulfillment is the goal. And the focus is on the self. Right. Right. And so I think we've seen a lot of, you know, fallout from that perspective. Yeah. You know, you and I both experience personally the fallout from that right. perspective. Right. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, which everybody knows, I mean, I definitely committed and poured my heart and soul, but it does, it takes two. Mm-hmm. Oh, it does. So if, if one is pouring their heart and soul and the other one's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like, what do you, what do you, what do you do? Another thing that you and I have talked about, everybody, <clears throat> which I even have a picture here. What was it? I, it's a little, it's a quote. Yeah. yeah. Keep your, keep your head heels in standard high but which that's always it's like keep your standards mm-hmm. up keep your standards high but not I'm not saying that our standards are too high but then that's kind of scary because it's like what's our expectations right. what's realistic our expectations mm-hmm. is everybody because we're not perfect right. we're not perfect so it's like it's great to hold your yes you have these huge high standards but then is it really realistic right I think that's we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. No one's perfect. I think that's the balance. Yeah. You know, who, you know, for me, after being married 30 years and having my husband make some decisions that put that to an end, mm-hmm. I have to decide as I go back out there, I want to be loved. I would, lo- I love marriage. You know, you're saying right. I love, love, I, I love do. marriage. We love, I love romance. Yeah, me too. Um, but now, as I go back out, I'm thinking, I'm not, I don't want to marry someone to settle. I don't, it, it's like, it's going to have to really hit a lot of marks for me to consider ever getting married again. Right. So I, think I can this, relate to that. I understand. Mm-hmm. Cause this, if you, if you, if you start talking about marriage right now, I start, I start breaking out in sweat. <laughs> My heart starts racing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like panic. But I mean, I do, you know, why do you think that is? Well, because I was, it, why? Because of my situation, I think just it was very dramatic. And, yeah, traumatic and so, for traumatic. sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just, um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I totally, I totally understand that. Um, but I do, I don't know. We'll just have to see when that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do, I totally am fine with people who are in relationships long. In, yeah, just what we said. They're in long relationships. They're living together and not getting married mm-hmm. because probably everyone's scared. <laughs> Probably. Because it's like, so I told my dad, I talked to my dad, I was like, well, dad, I don't know, because we were talking about um, people living together and, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, all that stuff. And he's like, well, they should get married. And I was like, well, I don't know. I mean, this is me. I'm just being honest. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if they should get married. Mm-hmm. What's going to make that last? 
really, you know, I, but this is, it's just that sad thing of in a way marriage has lost that value. Even I'm even experiencing that right now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm just, I mean, that's just honest. Not, not that I don't love marriage. I think it's great. I think being in one for 20 years and giving so much mm-hmm. and then it's like, wow, it didn't work. It's like, wow, well, that was exhausting. Well, yeah. And have your husband say, <laughs> oh, I don't think I want to be married again, you know, or married anymore. Married, it's like, but it's, that was 20 years and we have a family. I think you already made that decision. What can we do to work on right. it? You know, but it's, and it's, and, and again, I want him, you know, it is an, you know, I wanted him to be happy. I do want, so then it goes, it's like, you do want someone to be happy. But then again, it's you. It, 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 nobody can make you happy. Nobody. It's just you. Mm-hmm. And I so think that, I think marriage too, like even, you know, it says that, um, God created man and saw that it wasn't good for him to be alone. Oh, so yeah, he I, made the woman, you know, a helper suitable for him. Yes. And I think that's so interesting because it's like the loneliness that people are experiencing. Like God, God knew like we need community, we need connection, and marriage is supposed to be that sacred connection, that ultimate right spiritual intimacy, physical intimacy, emotional intimacy. And I think people are settling so much for the sexual intimacy, even though maybe some of, a lot of the other things are missing. Right, but. I do think there's so many people that are so lonely. Right. Do you know that in England, they actually have a minister of loneliness to try to deal with the loneliness that people are experiencing? That's so sad. So do you think that's because of the I, I, I? Because see, then if it's all about me, all about me, you literally, you're, you are, yeah, you, what is it? You're isolating yourself. Right, right. So I think, and especially now, dear Lord, in this whole pandemic Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. everybody like being um, all on lockdown and nobody's talking, I mean, everybody, it's sad because we, we need, we need each other. Right. Uh, We need a community. You need people. You need people to lift you up. You, you really do need that. And I do, that was a beauty thing in a marriage is you come together and you're on this life journey. And you have your ups and downs, webs and throws, but you're not doing life alone. Who wants to do life alone? Right. I don't. Right. You know, so you're right. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But then I wonder if that's because it's the I, I, I. So when you start going, thinking about me, 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 you start, yeah, mm-hmm. isolating yourself. And so that, then that's loneliness. And that goes back to what's the healthy me? What's yeah. the best I can be? Not the needy me. Like know what my needs yeah. are, right? But, yeah. but to not be needy, like I need you. It's like, no, I need to be, I need to need me and be healthy. Yeah. And then I think I can make a better decision if I choose to marry again. You know, I think after yeah. what you've been through after 20 years and, and myself after 30, there's some healing that needs to take place for sure Oh yeah. about stepping into marriage again. But I think right. you and I both talked, we're both big believers right. in the joy of marriage and what can come out of that. It's just, you have to have someone that's in it for the long run. Right. And just like you said, the other, like, I don't, I think we have definitely even grown. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've definitely even healed a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, I am happy. Mm -hmm. I'm genuinely happy. Like I'm a very happy person. I really, I I really am. I'm very positive, but I've also taken care of me. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like, what makes, what do I fill myself up that brings me joy? What, what makes me, you know, you have to really fill yourself up, whether that is, I don't know, 
everybody's different. Um, you know, I love to meditate and I like to read books and I like to, honestly, I love, it's, it has been nice. I love to go on walks sometimes outside. Mm-hmm. It just really fills, fills me up. But then it doesn't have to be even that big. I don't know. Some people get joy out of just going to a coffee place, you know, and just like, or right, any, it can be little, it can yeah. be little. It doesn't have to be. It's just like figuring yourself. You have to almost kind of figure your own self out. Yeah. As a life coach, I've asked women, you know, what is it that brings you joy or how do you, how do you um, give yourself self-care? And a lot yeah. of times they don't know. They don't know what they need. They don't know how to take care, wow. you know, to really treasure themselves. Cherish yourself first. Yes. Right? And then because you've treasured yourself and you know what you're worth, you're going to make a much better decision. You're not going to be right settling because you think, oh, I better get someone because I don't want to be lonely. Right? Yeah. And so a lot of times what the work I do is helping women determine yeah. What is it that, that they need and what is it that fills them up? That's good. So they're not so dependent. Dependent. On yeah. A man to do it. Right. And or that's, others. And, yeah. Cause some people it's not even, well, this is a whole nother topic sometimes. Cause then, um, it's not even sometimes just men. Sometimes there's women, women that do that for the, with their children, mm-hmm. the single moms. Yeah. Do, you know, they, they get that love with her and then that's not good either. I've seen, I've seen that where it's like, Ooh, it's that need right. when you still need to like, you know, be with, um, somebody. And the other thing too, want, can I say one thing to that? What? It's yeah. the identity. Like, where is our identity? Right. Is it as a mom? Is it in the roles that we play? Is right. it as a wife? Is it, you know, is my identity in how well my kids are doing or not doing, you know, oh, is my yeah. value in that versus mm-hmm. it's still me. I'm a ta- I'm, my value is not dependent on being, you know, Zach and Jake's mom. Right. Or, and it was, it really, I was pretty healthy when the marriage kind of came to an end. It wasn't in my husband. That wasn't my identity. And so I think it's like figuring out where your value is separate from the things you do and the roles that you play. Yeah, that's good. Well, then that, and the identity, so many of us women, I think we lose Mm ourselves. Usually you lose yourself in a relationship. But I also think that's just because, uh, women are natural, uh, nurturers mm-hmm. and love, you know, we, I think most women, so it's very easy for us to lose ourselves because mm-hmm. we give so much mm-hmm. and that's just, I think that's just how we're just made up and programmed, right. I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know. What do you think? No, I think yeah, you're right. I think like, we are nurturers and we tend to put ourselves last. Yeah. Right. We want to put our husband and our kids first. And, and even if we have a career, we have work, there's just very li- mm-hmm. little time left for, for us. Yeah. And I think it's important that we figure out that balance. Yeah. I know my grandma, um, my Mimi, she, man, she worked and she was a secretary and that was, I mean, yeah, she worked and she, but I remember she cooked. I don't even know how she did it. She cooked every night. <laughs> like if my mom was here, I remember that. I was like, how in the world did she do so much? And now that I think back, I'm like, gosh, I wish she was here today just to even, I don't know. I love the fact that she went out and worked and did the whole, you know, did that. And then at the same time, did the whole house stuff. I mean, I was like, wow, that's, that's amazing. But it's what we were saying. It's other focused versus me focused. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know the other thing that we've talked about and maybe we could share is this is the whole thing is, um, yeah. Losing our men. Mm -hmm. Um, I done lost my man. I done lost my man. (laughs) (laughs) But it's kind yeah. of more, and we've talked about 
um, women have come so much into our voices have been heard. We're in the workplace. We're doing amazing things. Um, there's more to us, yes, than just being a wife and a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and that's been going on for so many years. But at the same time, there's also been because of faults and and men. Um, but we're all not perfect. There's been a loss of I think even respect. Mm-hmm. So there's a loss of respect for men. For men. Yeah. For men. Mm-hmm. And they, but do the whole love and respect the well, the whole love and respect thing yes. and that cycle. So this is from Dr. Gottman. This is also from Emerson Egrets that wrote yeah. a book, Love and Respect. And really it comes down, he says that when you look at the marriage relationship, it comes down to two things, love and respect, which is interesting because even, uh, you know, in the Bible it says, see to it that um, a man loves his wife mm. and that his wife, you know, the wife respects her husband. And I think yeah. it's interesting all these years later, the research is showing that it comes down to love and respect. And respect. Yeah. And I think that men really do value respect. Like to them, respect is love. Right. You know, and for us, we need that love. Like it's not that we don't need respect, but if I were to say to you, okay, Rana, all these people watching your broadcast, they think that you're doing a fabulous job. They're getting good information, but nobody likes you. Yeah, that would be terrible. That'd be terrible. But that would make me sad. <laughs> that would make you sad. But if I said, Rana, you know, people are watching your podcast and they know that you're growing and you're learning and you're coming yeah, up yeah. with these awesome topics, but you know, so you're not quite there yet, but you're on your way, but man, they love you. They just love who you are. They love you, your personality, right. your smile. It's like, we're like, oh. so that's, that fuels you. Right. So that's even the, you even say that I'm like, okay, I okay. got this. Yeah. So that's love. Right. Whereas the man, you can tell the man like, okay, nobody likes you here, George. But damn, they respect you for the job you're doing. He's like, okay, good, yeah. Uh-huh. Right? And if you tell him, okay, they like you, they think you're a really good guy, you're like, you know, nice and everything, but you're not performing, mm-hmm. not getting the job done. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't respect you. It's like, oh, that would kill him. Wow. You know, so I do think there's, you know, and Emerson, what he says is without love, the wife responds, um, reacts without respect. Wow. And without respect, he reacts without love. Wow. So, so it's, it's like, like this that cycle. Yeah. Wow. That's a good book. And then um, I know that this goes hand in hand. I think some women, it's hard um, because if you have been let down and if that trust has been broken, well, then automatically respect is going to be lost. Right. So it's like, it's almost like, tr- it's it's right. like trust and respect kind of go, that goes hand in hand. Right. So it's like, yes, if that trust starts dwindling down, I can't respect. No, There's no can't. respect. Well, you know, if the husband completely collapses and is not there, he doesn't have goodwill. That's what Emerson says is that there has to be a level of goodwill on the wife's part and the husband's part. But if you don't have goodwill, the guy's not a good guy. He's, you know, perpetually cheating on you or being abusive emotionally or, you know, right. That's not goodwill. That that's you. So I think what we're talking about, it's hard. Obviously you can't respect that, but I think what we're talking about is, love and respect for all those couples that are out there really trying to work on their marriage right. and maintain their marriage yeah. and there's goodwill. Yeah. And you know, we expect to be loved unconditionally, but right. we don't always want to respect unconditionally. And yet that's what that man needs. So I'm talking about a marriage with goodwill 
this is what works. That's what works. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, yes. So if you, if any of you guys are working on your marriage, working on your relationship, um, love and respect book is really, really good. And I will, um, actually, if you're watching it, this is a workbook. I don't know. It looks like this, but it is, it's love and respect by Dr. Emerson. Um, what? Yes. And, um, it's really, really, it's, it it is a good book and I like that whole cycle of everything. But I think in closing, I think probably the biggest thing is, um, women definitely it, I think instead of looking out there, we've really just got to, um, yeah, get back to like work on you. Right. That's really the whole thing. I totally agree. Like be the best you, like look at the woman that you admire and what do you need to do to get there? Yeah. Right? Be the woman that you admire. Yeah. Right? And take care of yourself. Figure out what you need for self-care. Take care of your body. You know, mm-hmm. your temple. Take care of your heart. Take yeah. care of your mind. Take yeah. care of your sleep. I mean, it's so, so many basic things. Right. Yeah. Um, and to be that emotionally healthy woman. Like, yeah. I'm a big proponent of counseling and... and um, obviously coaching, but to really find the value that you have aside from what you do and the roles that you play. Yeah. Right. So I know your, your goal is to empower, empower women to find that. Yeah. To develop that. Yeah. I've always had a heart for that empower, inspiring. Um, but I think, yeah, I think the big thing is just to, we, we create our own happiness and, um, just instead of just looking for others to, um, to make us happy, right. it just isn't, it just isn't right. And so much is our mindset. Yeah. Right. Cause you and I have been decimated as mm. it relates to the marriage, but we have a positive outlook. Like we're looking oh, yeah. at the reality of where we are, right. But we also have hope for our future and where we're yes. going. And that I think makes all the difference to not let your life go down into that pit, but yeah. to actually just rise up and say, okay, what do I want my life to look like? And what do I need to do to get yeah, there? Yeah. Right. And if that includes, you know, a man, so be it. But, yeah. um, again, but if not, that's okay. Right. It's like, I'm good. Right. Just, just me, just me. And that's, and that's good to accept and be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Like that's okay. And go on your journey. Um, I love that. Well, I'm so glad you came and you're part of my show. We had mimosas earlier. And so that's a wrap. And I'm going to say cheers, everyone. Cheers. That's a wrap, guys. Thank you so much for joining me on Life Gone Real. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast and YouTube channel. Definitely rate it. Leave comments. I'd love to get into your lives a little. Send me some topics you'd like to talk about or if there's anything you're possibly going through in your life. I'm so glad you're here with me on this journey. Cheers to you and have a great day.